We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. We did it. We did it. The GoCast. We we got Pete. We got Nate. We got Sammy. We're at. This is the first time in like a nine-year history. I'm pretty sure is how long uh, I've known these idiots. Uh, we got a fourth added on to the GoCast. And, you know, like many things, Pete. This started out as this. Started out as a joke. Oh yeah, Pete. He'll, he'll come on the show. We'll we'll play week 17 and uh you know about five thousand dollars of head-to-heads later just just tell me about your experience give me just Real before we get just tell me about your experience your mic is like in your hoodie right now like we can barely hear you no my gain is down because i'm trying to uh i'm i'm trying to uh because because nate nate told you to turn no, down my mic my mic is fine no mate your mic sounds terrible it? and so does sammy's Wait, my, no, my mic sounds good, man. My gain's my gain's flat. I'm using the Yeti yeah, this time. Everyone's good. This is gonna be an absolute shit show. I can just tell. But uh, yes, is. my first week of playing cash, yeah. being a part of the Gilcast uh, text thread this week has been uh, a dream come true. I mean, Davis had me thinking I was going to lose a hundred percent of my action this week after Marvin well, Jones. It, like it, second it wasn't pass. looking good, bud. It was not looking good for us uh, at about, at about uh, 2 PM central time, 3 PM Eastern. Um, things were looking pretty thin for, uh, for the gang. It, it was not great, but you know, of course I, I, I actually don't know what people were rooting for with this show uh, with Peter on, but I, I hate to break it to you guys. Um, we all won. We all, we all made money. Uh, Nate didn't make as much money as he should have because he uh, he's stubborn. And, but you know, uh, you, we you love did, him. You got to damn DeAndre Swift, baby. He's the player. He was he Just was as the good only as Taylor. Yeah, it was. He was, uh, he was the only one who played Marvin Jones, Nate. Yeah, it was looking good until that uh, the last two hundred yard game. I faded from Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that was I was like sweeping. Until that, like, until Jonathan Taylor hit the two forty-five. Oh, we saw four. the tweets, Nate. We know it was yeah. tilting. It was tilting. <laughs> I still made it. I still made it. To be clear, I still profited on a week seventeen, but it was uh, not as good as it should have been. Yeah, Nate, still- you only get so many chances to play two two hundred and fifty-yard rushers in cash in the same week. I did it. That felt good. Davis did it. Felt good. Pete did it. That felt I, good. You I only thought- had one two hundred and fifty-yard rusher. That must have felt pretty bad. I, I thought I'd rather take Adrian Peterson's backup. 
so so Pete, before we get into the scores and everything, just tell me about your experience. How do you feel after a week of being a cash game grinder? Uh, was it what you expected? Was it different than you expected? Were you more or less upset than a usual Sunday? So I legitimately enjoyed the shell process, tinkering with my shell, moving little crustaceans in and out of my shell throughout mm. the week, having mm. a singular focus throughout everything. I did enjoy that. The kind of late slate swap kind of thing was just massively stressful. We had so much PMR left. I had no idea what to do with some of these kind of fringe <laughs> cases uh, where I was doing 2v2s, but I didn't know if I should be doing it. And that was incredibly stressful. The GPP bros, they just have three or four lineups, do a couple late swaps. You're good to go. When you have a hundred head to heads, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, scaling. Well, this was this was a really terrible late swap cash slate because most of the time you're looking at late swapping like three spots but basically yeah, dude, everyone usually there's like two games in the afternoon or like three and yeah. this week there was a million eight yeah, yeah. So and, we and, all, and all to be clear play. yeah we to have like one guy in the morning you guys had like two or three it was like you had no idea what anybody else had and uh you had no idea what you needed it was it was pretty wild to be clear though which was great Davis takes it to an extreme. Every day at 12.15, 15 minutes after the game start, he goes, I got to swap off everything in my <laughs> Marvin Jones Jr. Every single like, week. Swap, boys. Davis is like, I was so good. Got to swap off everything. But, but I was right. When Marvin Jones had four for 60 and a touchdown after the first drive, I knew. I, I knew that swapping was coming. And I Davis, was right. I was, I was 100% right. my day. He ruined my day. Because literally four minutes into the slate, I'm like, I got to change everything. And then it was fine. It was fine, Davis. If you would have just put Davis on mute every week, every week, your Sunday experience would have been so much better. (laughs) So how do I get the Gilcast chat without Davis? Because that's the one I need, I guess. You just gotta learn. Here's the score: (laughs) Whirling Dervish, one hundred and ninety point ten. I scored one hundred and eighty nine point nine. Which Pete, this is our unaltered lineup. This was our non swap. Pete and I both made some swaps in. We had to swap against people who had both Kirk Cousins and Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, in head-to-heads after the beginning of the slate. Nate Noling, 176.6. And then Pete, much like yourself, uh, much like myself, your swap lineup died. My swap lineup died too. Um, I, I swapped um, in games where I was playing against people who had Kirk Cousins and uh, Marvin Jones. I swapped Chris Carson over Derrick Henry. 30-point loss right there, and I swapped Corey Davis over Richie James, and I think they basically got the same amount of points. Um, and then you did you did what? Carson and Woods. Woods. So, yeah, same I, got, thing. I have we to lost. ask Sammy, is it poor form to do your swap in the four-man, the Gilcast four-man, because that's what I did. And it seemed like it was maybe poor form. No, no, it was, it, it was fine. It was just, uh, you know, we, we knew that you had the same lineup as Davis. We knew you duped him, bro, so it's all good. Yeah, Davis, do you, should we just get the elephant out in the room? Lots of calls for collusion, people saying we held hands while we built our cash game lineups. Let, let people know how the sausage got made. So this is why you and I played the same lineup. is because we both wanted to play Chenault. Um, so people who wanted to play Chenault, they're, I don't even really – if you wanted to play Chenault, what else would you have done? Holy um, shit. I, I, can't be, I can't believe you played LaVisca Chenault in cash games two weeks in a row. Two weeks and in a row. Survived. And survived. And, and got like, three, three touchdowns. touchdowns like, this is just like all-time branding. 
hey, I'm a scout, bro. I know what I see. And LaVisca just creates touchdowns, bro. He creates them. Yeah, and before people get the full clue, so uh, Saul Goodman, you guys might know him on Twitter. He scooped one of my head-to-heads. He had the exact same lineup that Davis and I had too. So if you wanted to play Chanel, you were getting uh, funneled to that lineup. Yeah, you got to email DraftKings, get your rake back, man. Did they actually email them about that? Yeah. I'll I'll hit up Agnes. they are I, supposed I, I never to- have to do it because nobody ever dupes me. So it's <laughs> yeah, Sammy's never had to worry about that. <laughs> they are supposed to automatically credit you, but they they don't a lot of the time. Um, so that's not great. So these were these were the locks: Jonathan Taylor, Ty Montgomery, uh, Devonte Adams, Derrick Henry, and the Browns defense. Uh, was, one was, of us was Jonathan Taylor a lock? One of the people in the Gilcast crew did not think that Jonathan Taylor was a lock, which was an interesting theory. Um, it was just interesting overall. So what that did lead to though, was there was actually a lot of overlap this week. Like I'm sure if I go through my games, I'm sure I was duped. There was a lot of one V ones like Keyshawn Johnson versus Richie James uh, style games, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Deshaun Hamilton versus whoever style games. Um, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let Nate go here. Cause Nate was the, I think, the, the earliest to, to play Kirk. Break me down why we all played Kirk Cousins. Well, I really liked the game environment. I thought it was the second highest total um, of the week. It was in a dome. Both defenses are just brutal. Um, and, you know, I know Davis loves to talk about this whole motivation thing, but, like, Detroit hasn't had anything to play for, and, like, they still go out. Like, so I, I didn't have any fear about, like, this game turning into something. Like, as long as Stafford was in, this game was going to be a – was going to be a high scoring game for me. So I wanted Kirk. I wanted, ultimately, I also wanted Jefferson, but obviously couldn't get there in cash. Um, I thought Jefferson was a great play. I thought Swift was a great play. I thought Jones was a great play. Um, honestly, if it was a different week, I could have even gotten to Stafford in cash. I just didn't need to. I felt better about Kirk, but I wanted that game in cash. That was like the priority for me. I love how when you said Davis with this whole motivation thing is as if he invented like the angle of talking about motivation in week I was 17. The first person. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but it's Davis Davis like loves narrative street. He's grown and matured a lot in his game recently, but like he's still when you give him a narrative, like Davis loves it. He just loves it's it. not narrative though, Nate. Some teams have mathematical some reasons teams don't to, try. to play the game some, and some, some don't. teams don't care. Yeah. When you know someone's not going to be on the field, that is not motivation. That's like the coach has said, we are not playing these guys full snaps. You don't play the Bills because we know they're not playing the full game. When Matt well, Stafford is out there, was, they only- when, when Matt Stafford is out there, there's no reason to question whether or not Matt Stafford wants to win a football game and is going to throw the ball as hard. Like he's going to make the best decisions he can, the best throws that he can. Maybe. Marvin Jones is going to run the routes that he can. Like they're not going to not you on, Weren't you on motivation street? I mean, Matt Stafford guts through like six different injuries. In- he did. He got on motivation. Off, but he guts it out and he gets out there. Don't you think the men around him are going to rally? Don't you think Marvin Jones is going to step his game up and say, look, if Matt Stafford's going to put it on the line, I'm putting it on the line too. That's what he did. And and you played Marvin Jones. I think this was closet sharp for you. I, I don't know why you're hating on the narrative. No, I'm just it wasn't closet. I just wanted to play the game. Like and and it, the motivation factor was just, not was a just the dome boner, that's it. Well, Marvin Jones obviously has been getting incredible volume for his price. He's a he was a value we're regardless of Marvin played. Jones yet. We're on Kirk Cousins right now. We will let you have your moment with Marvin Jones. P. Okay. What did Kirk you, Cousins did with you no consider? Dalvin? They were going to pass. You have to play Kirk Cousins with no Dalvin because that was the they're not going to run the ball with Alexander Madison in the, in the red zone the way they have been with 
with getting steamrolled by Nolan on the Gilcast is like a dream come true. Keep throwing questions to me. Just have Nolan keep talking about Marvin Jones. I want it. He wants it so bad. He wants because he what he wants to do is he wants to get as much Marvin Jones talk in before we get to Jonathan Taylor. He just wants as many moments of Marvin Jones chat. My internet is just going to internet out. is going to suspiciously like start glitching out. His mic's going to get messed up. I gotta go, guys. Bye. Yeah. Um. I I wanted to pretty much try and play Aaron Rodgers all day. Like I I I really wanted to play Aaron Rodgers. Um. For some narrative street reasons. Uh, and then also just cause Rogers gets 20 or 25 pretty much every time he plays, but, uh, obviously not great. I mean, Lamar, Lamar, a lot of people played, but he only got 25. He ended up three yards short of the rushing bonus. Did you ever have any other QBs in your shell, Pete? Um, I had messed with, I had wanted to get up to Lamar, just couldn't get it fit because once you wanted Adams, Henry and JT, there was just no way you were getting up to Lamar. And then I had messed around with some Drew Locke teams during moments of weakness. Uh, and then I said, I cannot go on the Gilcast and play Drew Locke. It actually would have worked out swimmingly. Oh, that, that, that 92-yard Judy touchdown at the end would have been a big dopamine hit for you, buddy. Yeah, this is what happened and why I'm a little disappointed because I had a few Galaxy Brain plays in me. I really wanted to play Ty Johnson over Ty Montgomery, and it would have been fun. It would have been great. And then I got so much money in play that I just clenched up and I got scared and I was just like, I have to play the best place. You I gave you a little guy. bit of side action though. I gave you a little bit of side action. I gave you time up Emery versus Ty Johnson. So uh, we'll add, cause I bought, I bought some of your games. So we will, we'll, we'll settle up after this. And then Nate and I also got a bet in as well. You know, Nate loves, Nate loves his Whopper. So he wanted to bet me Robbie Anderson versus Curtis Samuel because earlier in the week, we, I would, I was saying that I, I liked Curtis Samuel more than Marvin Jones fish but at least at least curtis samuel was better than robbie anderson yeah that is true robbie anderson <laughs> not not i didn't play him luckily but not a good week for davis i was okay. trying to get that bait uh, bet too i wanted the nate side you wouldn't let me have it i know i should well i had robbie more money and- for literally the same points um all right let's do let's do running backs sammy jt take it away boom i mean look nate here's the thing <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to watch the tape, brother. Sometimes you got to watch the tape. You got to see that this guy early in the season didn't have a lot of vision. He was missing the holes. And for whatever reason, like five weeks ago, he figured it out. Wilkins out of, out of there, got some COVID. And it's just like Jacksonville is just like such a dumpster fire. It was going to be also big motivation for Jack, for, uh, for Indianapolis when Miami lost early in the day. They had to win this game. They had, and what are they going to do? Are they gonna? Are they gonna ride Phil Rivers? Hell no! They know where the bread is buttered. They're gonna give it to Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor just put himself into like maybe a top ten pick next year in seasonal drafts. Yes, this yeah. was a complete smash show. The, and, the uh, FFPC grinders are just salivating at oh, Jonathan yeah, yeah, Taylor yeah. At, the, at, at pick number eight overall, Pete. Yeah, like, can you just see it? They are definitely oh, uh, dude. squirting. I will. I will say right now. Jonathan Taylor's FFPC 2021 ADP settles top five. <laughs> Guaranteed, I will book that right now, dude. That's they are awesome. going to fall over themselves drafting Jonathan Taylor. That's yeah, he'll go over Zeke for sure. Uh, probably, oh. I bet even over. I bet even over Barkley too, which is You're definitely really over Zeke, um, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, no. Now, the Ryan three of us, right, JT. Was was yeah, Sammy? Only- no, no, no. 
Yeah. Only no, one of no, us no. Uh, didn't play him. Now, what really ruined the week, by the way, was Malcolm Brown not being a play anymore because Nate, Nate didn't. Nate was close to fading both Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor, which would have made this, I think, one of the best episodes of this show of all time is, is Nate starts out the morning on the high with Marvin Jones. He's calling us nerds. He's calling us fish. He's like, I can't believe you guys didn't play Marvin Jones, you know, the whopper. And, and just to have to eat 500 rushing yards. And what was it? Four touchdowns, five touchdowns combined. Yeah. Four touchdowns. I mean, just imagine we all played two 250 yard rushers and Nate played none. Like it was so to get, to get goddamn close. I mean, we have been robbed. This is the, the most listeners have been robbed. The this is like, dude, this is like missing the bonus with like six different players at 99 yards. This could have been so freaking epic. Nate Noling would have died on the podcast today. <laughs> just RIP. Um, but instead he, you know, just shaded Henry the entire season all week. And then he's like, all right, all right, I'm going to play him. Which just always happens to Nate. Nate always has these freaking galaxy brain lineups yep. all weekend uh, all week and it's just like he's texting us these things and it's just like so insane and then sunday morning he just like gets his shit together and he's like oh okay i'll like play the good plays and it like works out and he smashes it's so Nate, do i have permission to show a photo of your uh i actually already <laughs> did it before we're all sharing screenshots it's all screenshots from DraftKings, and then nate sends his over it looks like it's from like an ibm computer from 1983 <laughs> i'm like what the fuck is this this is pete this is what we have to deal with every week he shows up with with calvin ridley at 8500 in these lineups and no derrick henry in in the matrix code in binary and we're just looking at him like what's going on what what is this what are we even supposed to do what i was this close i was i was this close i mean honestly if malcolm brown would have been in i would have faded henry like it, <laughs> it, it like i wouldn't even have thought twice that was the thing that saved me this week because i would have lost everything i would have lost everything what did what did, what did ridley even get like like 12 i mean ridley yeah. bombed i mean ridley just bombed i don't know how I didn't watch that any of that game. Was there was there maybe some like motivation concerns? You know, like maybe was he not fully motivated in a game that didn't matter? <laughs> Davis, you are such a fish. They put up like thirty points. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, they they did okay. Um, Pete, did it hurt you to have to play big dog? Like, did you did you ever out of just brand loyalty just be like, I'm not doing it? No, I'm like so. Pete, this is what happens to me, right? And we've talked about this with you. Start out doing these bits, and then they become real. Like once I committed to just exclusively playing cash games, like I was just eating the big dog. Like once I saw Cardi's projection for it, I'm like, it doesn't matter. I literally did not look at ownership once this week. I just looked at the projections. I looked at the optimals, and of course, we were playing jamming the big dog. You know, it, it just was going to happen. No one, no one played a jet which I think, um, you know, people got robbed of a little bit. Pete didn't play Tyler Johnson. What 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 do we think? I, I literally have not looked at the Jets box score. What do we, let's just, let's just everyone take a guess. Yeah, what do we think? Okay, Pete, what do you think Denzel Mims got today? Oh my God, it's crazy. I literally. Wait, wait, I how, many, how many air yards did he get though, Pete? I did not see him mentioned once on Twitter. I did not, not see once. anything in GameCast. I, I bet he didn't have anything. I bet he had a bagel. Nate, yeah, but, but but he had Mims. Sure. What was it, Nate? I have no idea. Nate, we need a... Sammy. Give me a guess on Mims. One one for eighteen. I, 
Yeah, I'd two it's targets, under five. One reception, 15 yards for Denzel Boom. Mims. Uh, winner, winner, uh, chicken dinner. Herndon, nine targets, 63 yards, seven receptions, and a touchdown. Man, we should have just John, gone back What did Ty Herndon. Johnson end up with? Uh, Ty Johnson, 11 carries. Yeah. yeah. He, he split work exactly with Josh Adams, 11 for Adams, 11 for Ty Johnson, two targets for Ty Johnson, four targets for Josh Adams. The thesis behind the play uh, did not hit. Um, so Ty Montgomery, pretty pretty interesting game for our buddy Ty Montgomery. He gets dunked on by Darwin Thompson, who I am like the largest fraud in the history of fantasy football for not playing. I did, I did play him. I did play him. Where, Sammy? On FanDuel. On FanDuel. It is crazy to me, <laughs> by the way. This did, is you, did you also play Marvin anything. Jones on FanDuel? He just, you could say like any, like if Davis didn't have Bitcoin, He'd be like, no, but I have Bitcoin on FanDuel, so it's, it's yeah, but I have Bitcoin on FanDuel. <laughs> I might, I might have a bunch of Dogecoin on DraftKings, but <laughs> it is it. I, I'm making a vow to myself next year. I, I for for every dollar in cash games that I enter on DraftKings, I'm gonna make myself enter that same amount on FanDuel because it's not even really close. How much softer the games are? Like it is just unbelievable how much. Uh, like in the low and mid stakes, your ROI is just going to be better. Davis, I'm gonna I mean, maybe too, that's. Bro. I'm going to do it too. I'm 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 taking some action to Fanduel. Let's do this together, brother. Should, should the yeah. Guildcast convert to a two two uh, two site show? Absolutely so, not. I mean, we we should all play there, but but I think we we're all just going to lose more often on DraftKings because the games are much harder, and that's what people want. <laughs> they want to hear interesting us. discussion. It's like, oh, Fanduel. I just like jammed in like all the best yeah, players and all the money. Like, so easy, yeah. <laughs> so Ty Montgomery, though, eighteen rushing attempts, one hundred and five yards. He got extremely lucky to get this. By the way, he had. A 33-yard run, a 17-yard run, and then they gave him four carries at the end of the game um, to get him over there. But well, I mean, you're saying he's lucky, but I thought he was unlucky. He got, like, one target the whole game. I thought that was, like, thesis behind the play is he was going to be, like, Kamara. Yeah, but the thesis was just wrong. Well, yeah. yeah, he wasn't used at all, like how we thought it was. We got Where's number 88? Lucky. I mean, what, what are we doing here? I don't know. I mean, Pete, Pete was on this early. Pete didn't want to play Ty Montgomery. I mean, it's not. I mean, he was a better. He ended up being a better play than Ty Johnson, who I would have played instead. So I don't. I mean, I, he had he hit the bonus. I mean, eighteen carries for one hundred and five. I mean, I don't know. It's fine, right? Yeah, and and got cucked by Taysom Hill. It's just like when will we ever learn about the Saints running backs? It's just like setting up so big for a Taysom cuck, and yet I never saw it coming until it happened. And it was like, oh yeah, of course. Like, why did I do this? This this Ty Montgomery game gave me huge throwbacks to the 2018 Dwayne Washington week where oh, yeah. uh, Kamara Kamara got all the first half touches even though they were playing for nothing, and on the last play of the game, Dwayne Washington busted off like a 12 yard run or something to get 101 yards, which means that he got 13.1 DraftKings points because he hit the bonus with no receptions and no targets. Uh, you'll never you'll never forget. Strong. Do you remember when Ty Montgomery was like a stone cold lock when he was on the Packers like two or three years ago, and we just jammed him in for like each of the first three weeks and printed, and then he got hurt. It was, and he it was, was like gone. It was longer ago than that. It was. It was. was it, four, really? it was. Four, it was four years ago. Um, in Green Bay. Yeah. No shit. All right. And and I remember the first week you and I played him. And Nate didn't, and he was like, "You guys are so stupid playing a wide receiver at running back. He's, yeah. he's not going to get any touches, bro." Yeah, yep. <laughs> that that, that does sound like, Nate. like me. 
Uh, all right, so that's that's running back. All right, Nate, do your fucking bit. Just oh, wait, 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 wait. We're, we're going to talk about Nate playing DeAndre Swift, right? Oh, yeah, on, Nate. Okay, yeah, first, I have to take my L there. The glory. Yeah, take it first. Yeah, I got to take my L there. Well, I mean, I already talked about it. The game environment was the number one reason, but DeAndre Swift has gotten like elite passing usage uh, the past. I mean, past like five six weeks. I mean, he's had. I think he's had over five targets or above in the last five straight games. And I was just, I mean, outside of Eckler, I think he was like second highest target share for any running back on the slate for me. And with the price discount from JT, I had him at a very similar uh, rushing attempt share. It was like 10 to 12% less rushing attempt share, way higher target share, and then a lower touchdown efficient or projection. And I just, I thought I could save money there and get up from one of the floor wide receivers that I didn't want to play. And so I just went to Swift. It wasn't that I hated Jonathan Taylor. It was just that I thought Swift was a better use of like $1,200 less was that discount was better spent at wide receiver. And I, yeah, I ate it with Swift. I mean, that, that was, that was tilting. Well, you and had to pay up for Keelan. Were you worried about Adrian Peterson? I, I was not worried about Adrian <laughs> Peterson, which was a miss, which was a miss. Oh, poor. He he ripped off like a 30-yard run like immediately. Nate, you forgot about the revenge narrative, bro. You got to be more tied into the motivations. They wanted to get him a touchdown today, bro. Yeah. I mean, Nate, Nate, actually, like you ran super good for Swift to get that touchdown at the end because they were like down with like time expiring and they like hurried up. Somebody got down to like the two-yard line and then they played hurry up and got Swift in and he like got in by, you know, well, pubic hair. He didn't run that good because it was Marvin Jones that got them to the two and that would have gotten <laughs> Marvin to 51 for the day. Yeah, but I mean, but 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 every but a lot of people played Marvin and uh nobody played Swift. Yeah, what was what was what was Swift owned in your in your games? Like literally 2%? No, I think he was a little higher. I think he was closer to closer to 10, I think 8 8ish. Yeah. All right. Price. All right. Do your do your Marvin Jones bit. Explain. Explain to what you you took the L. Now you can take your your victory lap on 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 Marvin Jones, who is in every site's optimal lineup, and I I excluded him due to uh, his violations of the age model. Just just like Jamison Crowder last week, by the way, Davis. <laughs> just like Jamison Crowder last week. I mean, it's not a. There's not a whole lot of L's to be or W's to be taken here. It was a. It was an obvious play that every projection model had. Um, his volume was there. The Whopper is there. Uh, the game environment was there. I mean, honestly, without uh, without Galladay, he's been a smash wide receiver. Like he just gets so much volume, and there's there was like no doubt that he was going to smash for me in this spot. So it was like, yeah, I, I didn't feel bad about it. I wasn't nervous about taking him at five. What was he? Five one. He was a he was a smash play. Yeah, he was a, he was, he was a great. He was less than Curtis Samuel, Nate, who yeah. I played. Yeah, I mean, so, he was the I best of all those. I think it's time for me to take a little L here because I literally played Curtis Samuel instead of Marvin Jones Jr. Yeah, I mean that's like that's unforgivable, dude. Like you donked it. I, I, I really did remember donk. the gadget floor. The, the gadget, gadget floor, floor, though, bro. He's getting like five carries a game. I mean, honestly, so so part of my problem here, Nate, was that you know, like Stafford was pretty questionable all week and like we knew yesterday he was going to play you know the reports the you know whatever Schefter bombs came out or whatever and they're like yeah Stafford's going to try to play but I never like got back off of Samuel I was like dude I, I love Samuel like he's getting so many like catchable targets he's rushing the ball like I really never thought of pivoting off him and I think that was a a pretty critical like clear mistake because I, I told you I liked Marvin Jones like I've liked him for weeks and weeks he's really been good since Galladay's gone out I don't know why I did this. Like, 
Samuel did good, but it's like Marvin Jones was just such a smash. He was the nuts. I mean, three of his last four games with with Stafford healthy, he had like over a seventy whopper with twelve targets. It was yeah, five to one. He's in the dome. He's in the dome. Yeah, he was in a dome. A terrible defense. I mean, so many things. Davis, I know in my heart of heart, if I didn't have on my desk a signed Lavisca Chanel helmet, I I do the two v two from Ingram Chanel to Parham and Marvin Jones. Did did you uh, consider that? I never considered playing Marvin Jones because I just don't play guys like that. Like, I don't. It's, I mean, it's a huge, giant, giant leak. It's a giant leak, but like 31-year-old wide receivers with a quarterback with like a broken thumb. It's just like, I don't know. There's, there's just, I don't know. I'm just not doing it. Like, literally, how old is Marvin Jones? Marvin Jones, a 29 years old, bro. Like, no, he's 30, dude. He is 30. I'm, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under. No, Did I tell you guys that? Someone played AJ Green against me at a twenty dollars head to head today. <laughs> did you did you learn did you learn about some of the the knuckle draggers that are out there in the DK lobbies, bro? Dude, I am uh, I am not gonna lie. Tabbing through some of those teams, I was like, maybe this isn't a bit. Maybe I will become a cash game grinder, man. <laughs> Dude, the, I mean, the problem he, he thought he was in a Mexican brothel. He got such <laughs> action. He's like, oh my god, this is incredible. I, I was like, this is great. So the problem is, is that for cash to be worth all of the emotion you put into it, you'd have to get this many invites every single week. Like you'd have to make the, like you'd have to be getting $4,000 of invites every single week. Like I get some soft games against people who are bad, but it's not enough to make up if like my team's just terrible. Like, like you can win a couple one Oh nines, but still just get crushed on the day. If your team is just egregious. Here's the thing about the cash game sweat. I mean, it is like a slow drip. It's a waterboard torture, like GPP. It's like, Oh, Marvin Jones goes off and you don't have him. GG. We're done for the day. Like let's go out take a dog for a walk. You're Nate. You guys were just like constantly. We just have to keep grinding out every Richie James target. Every time Montgomery carry. I'm like, I hate this. I'm above the line. I'm above the line in the double ups. Oh no! Like you 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 spend you spend your whole day being frustrated to get paid like a t- like ten percent is a good. It's day. it's the yeah, most I, stressful ten percent you'll ever make. Yeah, I knew it was yeah. a bit, Pete, but like really, like when you're talking about like just just really barely making it over fifty percent wins. I mean, you really felt this today. Like this, this is what happened. Oh, I felt no, that, you, you, yeah. you smashed at the end, right? Like you had to have, cause our, the, our non-swap team is the nuts. Yeah. I mean, partly, uh, skewing it. So I had this weird thing where I won my one K head to head, but then I lost, I believe my two forty and multiple of my hundreds, uh, because yeah, those teams all had Marvin Jones. Those were the sharp yep. teams. And then all of my like twenties and stuff, I just absolutely smashed. But so I ended up winning. I was in for $4,300 and I won $5,700. So it was, that's Boom. cash, right? That's Boom. cash. Boom. That's right. cash, kid. We'll take it. We'll take it. I mean, it doesn't feel like you're sitting there and you're like, man, yeah, but I had all these good plays. But just let me tell you, the feeling of like losing 80% in a week in cash, like it'll root, ru- like it ruins your weekend, dude. Like you get up on Monday and you're like, fuck dude i like i can't this is terrible like i just lost so much money and there's no viable way for me to get it back until i do the same thing next weekend it's terrible been there, been there. <laughs> we need to talk about these 3k floor wide receivers that everybody got uh, on this there week. we go like oh, 
We need to talk about. It. I want to hear. I, like, I don't. I don't want to talk about playing Keyshawn Johnson in cash. I want to hear what happened. Like what got in the water where all of our everybody in the industry was just like, yeah, I'll take Richie James and put American dollars. And I feel confident in these guys. I mean, we're playing. I played Keelan freaking Cole in cash games. We had. I mean, I was seeing three K wide receivers that were terror bad at like 15% ownership. What is happening? Why did we get so, was it just that there was 15 games and everybody? Well, it's, 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 it's a combination of things. One, it's that there are, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, there will be a couple three K wide receivers who go off, right? It, it is just a fact of the week 17 slate, right? Um, there's a bunch of guys resting. Some guys are showing up in optimals loads of guys are getting touted, right? Like that's obviously big thing is like all these three K wide receivers are getting mentioned on shows. Like it's, it's just all over the place. And so our optimal on DK had one of them in, I think it was Richie James. I'm honestly not even sure at this point. Cause I have my showdown stuff up right now. And I think the, I think the, um, the ETR optimal had, one of the cheap wide receivers. I don't I know. Think they I have really don't. Yeah. So it, it it's just like if if those guys are in the popular optimals, that just gets people thinking of it, and then people will be like, oh, you know, I like Keelan Cole. Oh, I like Deshaun Hamilton. Uh, if you're Sammy, it's it's Keyshawn Johnson. Look, dude. Uh, and look, there dude, were... If I had the extra hundred bucks, I would have played Richie James. Like I just didn't yeah, have. No. Him, right? <laughs> I and, and I ran so bad. Kyler Murray went out for most of the game. Keyshawn Johnson, he would have smashed. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure of it. Uh, Josh Josh Reynolds also showed up in some optimals. Gabriel da- Gabriel Davis and Isaiah McKenzie were both showing I mean, up in dude, my stuff. Holy shit, Gabriel Davis! Like that was like that just was run run pure play. He had nothing through like three quarters and ended up with like 21 or something like that. Like seriously, well, he had two two targets, two receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. It's so I insane. Him. I mean, they were up like they, they were up like thirty points in the fourth quarter, and like deep bombed it to him just to dunk on Miami. It was out of control. And I have to admit it, man. Gabriel Davis was in my shell for a lot of the week. <laughs> a lot of the week. You could have been. You could have been one of these fish you sucked out, Pete. Like that's a tough scene. I would have liked to see that. I thought about. I I mentioned Isaiah McKenzie on the Swolecast, and I thought about playing him for about. 0.6 seconds and then john brown got announced in but would that have not been would it would me have playing isaiah mckenzie and cash been the best or worst gill cast of all time worst. Yeah, the worst for me the worst probably the worst yeah <laughs> did you play him on fanduel though yeah I, I wouldn't have done the show <laughs> no i i played richie james on fanduel too tough scenes um all right pete let's talk about our fucking miserable swaps because we we were in a spot where we had to swap against people who had <laughs> what i ended up deciding was people who played Kirk Cousins and Marvin Jones, and that was all they flipped. I was I was gonna swap. So in about two hundred dollars worth of games, including one of my one oh nines, I swapped off of um the nuts. I swapped off of Derrick Henry and Richie James for Chris Carson and Corey Davis, thinking they're pretty basic. Corey Davis leverage off of the big dog, Chris Carson, you know, uh favorite against the 49ers. With no Carlos Hyde, what what just walk me through your your swaption experience? Yeah, I, I thought the Chris Carson thing was good. I I just thought uh, Robert Woods had uh, a little more uh, upside there. I guess I just didn't feel like I needed the leverage that much individually. Once I wasn't playing 
big dog. I don't know. I feel like you're kind of hoping that game fails or something or get gross or they get yeah. defensive touchdowns, but it didn't feel good. I was also considering a Mike Williams, DK Metcalf one, which honestly would have been good because I would have kept Henry in that one. And I was pivoting off of Adams and Richie James to go Metcalf and, and obviously Metcalf wouldn't have hit, but just getting off of Adams, I think was the sharper play, but what I didn't know, I didn't have a good read. The lineups I was going against that had Jefferson. I was pretty sure they didn't have Adams, but they would have Henry. And I, but on some that didn't have that, I had no idea if what they, they had both. And so I'm like, yeah. obviously I'd swap off the one I knew they had, but you just have such limited information when they only have two or three guys going. So my, my brain was in a knot on that. And I, I didn't know what to do. And I just did the blanket swap on a lot of those where I was buried and just prayed for the best. Yeah. But did you, did you swap it all, Sammy? With no Marvin Jones? No. Hell no, dude. I had a I had a dope ass lineup. Like I wasn't gonna swap. I'm not you. I didn't like did panic. You? I'm like, dude, I have this. What, stuff. what did you have? Oh, because you also didn't have you also didn't have the Ingram airball. No, right. I didn't. I did yeah, the Ingram, I, was the the Ingram other thing was tilted. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about oh, the Devontae thing before we get to Ingram though. I mean, he just ran he just ran bad. The 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 Packers ran um like here at one point was it, was it Bakhtiari was it Bakhtiari because that was like my one fear all week was like does does this whole like offensive line completely being in shambles now like affect Rodgers and Devontae no they just got should... they just got dominated on defense the Bears had a 35 minutes time of possession they ran 74 plays the Packers ran 44 plays it they, they was the defense that sucked. They got yeah, and, the, and, the, the, and the Packers like threw these like long touchdowns to you know like MBS. MBS, MBS like, in like that. Yeah. I mean, they in the fourth quarter the Bears had a seven minute drive that went forty yards and got no points on the board. Like it was the most Trubisky Nagy drive of all time. It's just there's nothing you can do. Nate, Nate, Nate did you? They, ever they consider, made the playoffs. Nate, did you consider making playing a uh, David Montgomery today? Considered it. Also considered DJ. Didn't didn't end there, but <laughs> they must Wait, the, down, dude. You gotta, you gotta are you serious the that the Bears made the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. No fucking way. The Bears yeah. and the Browns made the playoffs, man. Twenty twenty, baby. Twenty twenty. Can I bet this line yet? Twenty twenty to the Saints. Guys. <laughs> Is it the Saints they get? I I actually did this all on a board earlier. Let's see it. Do we have the first the first peep bit? I don't the... remember. Is it? No, Saints? I went. I went full Steve Kornacki. Yeah, the Saints versus the Bears. I believe is what I have here. <laughs> uh, I don't that? really want to bet on. I don't really want to bet on the Saints though. Is I can't tell there? if there's actual words there or if it's. I don't dumb. think it's words. Oh wait, there are. No, it is. <laughs> and then we had people. We I had Leone and Holka pick how the playoffs were going to go, and Leone picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> surprise! Oh. Surprise! What can you do? Honestly, yeah, though, Josh I mean, Allen's instead. He is. Evan Ingram, bro. Hot, hot what do we do? Like, what? This was this was terrible, man. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Before we get to tight end, Lavisca fucking Chanel. Am I right, Pete? Am I right? Imagine not playing Lavisca Chanel, the TD maker. How how poetic for your cash week to be able to cash in on Lavisca Chanel? Dude, when I go back and watch the All-22, I'm sure I'm going to have a take like, <laughs> they were just manufacturing touches for him in the red zone. I mean, the, the I other thing, the other thing, <laughs> he was in the dome. He was he in was the dome. Boner. Hey, dome boner, miss out on this? Dome boner, man. Just he played, imagine. He played, he, he played Keelan Cole. 
What? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I needed a, I needed a Wait a minute. Let me pull this up. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, I legit did. You, I needed a three K. You played. Match. You played Keyshawn Johnson. You can't laugh at anyone's wide receiver choice. Everybody had to do a three K. I'm Everyone not playing did. Richie James. Yeah. I, I I thought about Conley, but the reason I went uh, Cole was because I mean Glennon. You want the slot wide receiver who can't get down the field, like dude. So, <laughs> oh my god, he was playing behind like Terry Godwin. Do you know who Terry Godwin is? He's the main slot guy. Anytime they have three wide receivers, he's running the routes that. Lennon's arm can get to, so I figured he'd get all the targets. Bro, he why pulled up, he put up uh, <laughs> Deontay Johnson type uh, type efficiency. How dare you? Like eight how, dare, how dare you? Oh yeah, let's let's uh, let's do a check on our guy Deontay's yards per target today. <laughs> uh, Deontay keep Johnson, scrolling, keep oh. No huge yards per target today. He he might even be up to like uh like uh you know Matt Asiata levels of yards per target now because he he racked up ninety six yards on four targets. God, you know it felt so good. It was last week playing Deontay Johnson in cash and just like dunking on you guys. I mean, who cares about his yards per target? He's getting like fourteen targets every game. Like, do we need to relitigate this? No, not just- not today, bro. No, not today, bro. Because yards are feeling about the Steelers stat. in the playoffs. Are, are we we feeling good? We feeling confident? No, I'm I'm gonna offer you a buyout on that. <laughs> <laughs> Best team in the NFL. Yeah, you can you can you can buy me out for fifty bucks. Okay, let's let's talk offline. I'm gonna have to consider this. <laughs> All well, of us. I gotta I gotta see how quickly we're gonna meet the bills. <laughs> you're gonna owe me hundred and twenty five dollars if the Chiefs make the second round. Right? Wasn't it? Wasn't it fifty to one and twenty-five? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'd add a little bit to smoke that day. I, I honestly don't like recall it all. All right. So, of all the dumb shit of this slate, I, I actually, I don't feel bad about not playing Marvin Jones because I just want like. If I'm going to fucking lose and Marvin Jones get forty, I'm going to lose and Marvin Jones gets forty. Like that's the name of the game. But not playing Donald Parham, dude. Donald Parham is like an XFL stud. I played him last week, and I told Nate he was bad for not playing him. And then he played a bunch of snaps, and he was going to do the same thing again. Like, what? Why did? Why did? Why did we not play Parham, Pete? Why did we not play Parham? Uh, I played Parham. I know. Because I, I was looking was at optimals and I saw no Parham, and I kept seeing fucking Evan Ingram and all of them, and my Nate brain kicked in, and I was like, I must play Ingram. Dude, you got to give so him the XFL boost. You know, Pete, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes you got to look at the optimals. Like, that would have led you to Marvin Jones Jr. this week. It would have led you to Crowder. But occasionally, and this is the thing you got to remember about cash games, sometimes it's a little bit more of an art. And you have to know that Parham was on the field. He's big. He's fast. He's tall. He can make plays. They look for him in the red zone. And lo and behold, touchdown Donald Parham. It was so lit. I mean, that was... You know, I mean, Parm's like last week on the show, I was like bemoaning the fact that I played Parm, but because I didn't think he played that many snaps, but he was playing like 80% of snaps. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And then they didn't bump up his price at all. I was like, and y'all should have played Parm. Can you imagine if we had the, I mean, it would have been getting off Visca, but still doing the, the Ingram, that swap I talked about to get to Marvin and Parm. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, 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 we have her on Jones onto the desk for the swell cast if they're the guild cast if that happens. Could have been the nuts. Could have been the nuts. I had I had a bad swap too. I could have gone down to Marvin Jones and then up to Richie James at my three K receiver. Like that would have been hot. I mean, basically anything that got you to Marvin Jones would have been the nuts. 
What are you going to do? I mean, I can't, I can't believe Marvin Jones. Nate, I like literally. Here's the thing: he played Marvin Jones and he finished last. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> Because you guys got 40 burger from freaking Jonathan Taylor. We had two ceiling games. Just imagine just ringing up a 40 ball from Marvin Jones in the morning and still not being able to beat the other three fish in this room. It's so incredible. Nate, Nate in our, our text thread is just turning the screw. And I just, I was just like so ready for the Jonathan Taylor explosion. You did. I set it up. If I wouldn't have tweeted or said to anything, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor gets 120 yards and a touchdown here. And I'm like, I am just floating off into the sunset. Week 17, feeling good. Oh, I did this to myself. You, you mushed him into it with the tweet. You mushed him into it. I, I, I did this to myself. Bring, bring up the tweet. Bring up the tweet. Oh, yeah. You loved it. I did this to myself. <laughs> Nate was Nate was so excited to get the windmill tweets in there. He couldn't even wait till the end of the slate. He's like, the people won't be on Twitter later. I got to do it now. <laughs> I got to get my interactions, bro. Poor Nate comes out of his <sighs> shell once every three weeks to do a I tweet, know. and then he pushed it. And the Cousins over Lamar thing, I was feeling so good. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Kirk Cousins going to put up a freaking 40-burger. Oh, what do you guys geez. do? Follow, follow Nate Noling on Twitter, guys. I mean, what are you doing? How's this guy? I mean, the dude has his own model. He's producing his own screenshots. And he only has 2,500 followers. Follow Nate on Twitter, you savages. Yeah, every every three weeks you'll get one of these awesome <laughs> Duncan Davis tweets. It's incredible that Nate even has 25,000 or 2,500 followers just from being on this podcast. <laughs> I think it's really, it's really something. <laughs> it really is. Oh, the, so Pete, the Evan Ingram thing sucked. Yeah, yeah Nate, I don't think we told you that enough. Have you? Yeah, I mean, have you been on? How many weeks have you played? Because you've been Team Waller. Have you played some Kelsey? So you've been willing to pay up at tight end. No, I, I don't like Kelsey prices have been too much at tight end for me. I Waller even got to the point where I stopped playing Waller. Um, I mean, I played Waller when he was like five k, six k. Now he's like seventy. What was he seventy two hundred today? I don't think I, yeah. I I don't think I had him anywhere even in GPP. But I yeah Evan Ingram at this price like the volume he was getting I was like this is a yeah this is a great play I felt so much better about him over Parham just because I, I I think these guys who come into roles step into roles on week fifteen week sixteen or whatever just have such a low floor because we have no idea their actual usage where Evan Ingram we've seen consistent usage for sixteen weeks of the year. Uh, or however long he's been healthy. I mean, last week he saw 10 targets. I mean, the dude, yeah, I, I did not think Evan Ingram over uh, over Parham was going to go this way. Nate, did anyone Nate. Did anyone have Kittle in their shell at all? Because he was in a lot of optimals as well. I did. I did. I was going to yeah. play Kittle. I was, I, was play rooting, Kittle. I was rooting for that. Yeah. yeah I'm what actually, would you have I, done at wide receiver? You would have had to go like three, three K. Double. No, 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 no. I wasn't going to play Jonathan Taylor, bro. I was also, I was also <laughs> going to play. <laughs> I was going to play Malcolm Brown and Kittle. We got, we got robbed. This Malcolm Brown thing would have literally changed this whole show. <laughs> I, I, not for me. Not for me. I was not playing him. <laughs> Nate, by the way, uh, Darren Waller was like nine for one seventeen in a touchdown today. Oh, I know he's he was, in, he was I mean, in the winning Wildcat lineup. Dude, yeah, the Whopper just is him, just so juicy on Darren Waller. I'm just saying, paying seven one at a tight end position is is hard for me. When yeah, guys like 
Marvin Jones or five one. Yeah, um, <laughs> arms, arms two point nine. I mean, how can you how can you justify it? <laughs> what did Parham actually get? He only got three targets last week. What did he get? Two targets this week, and one of them was a touchdown. Like, no, you're dunking on us, Sammy. I don't even know what did he get. He got he got more he got than eight. that. He got he got four targets, which was third on the team because they only threw thirty one times. Yeah, so he, he ran three he ran targets. bad, honestly, Nate. Three targets last week and four targets this week. I'll take that out. He, I believe he had either he was either down at the one or had a touchdown called back though, right, Sammy? No, there was there he he I think he got a a target in the end zone that like he was really close to catching another one. I mean, Nate, there was also some air yard stuff you haven't like incorporated into your model yet, but I think when you do, you'll be pleasant. Yeah, you got to work on that. Nice one thing whopper. I did, good, good whopper. What I didn't incorporate into my model was uh, Levine, Toliolo, and Caden Smith uh, working ahead of Evan Ingram at a lot of points during the game. Watching watching Caden Smith do a spin move um, was not one of my highlights of the season. I think I have hard, like watching. I have played Caden Smith. In I was going to say you I remember you last year playing him. Yeah, yeah, we're we're on Caden. Yeah, I mean, you just you can't keep that guy off the field. He's too good. But what was great was getting the texts from Nate about Levine Toilolo like getting targets, and I'm like, <laughs> "What? Are, where's where's Toilolo play?" And I looked it up, and I saw it was on New York, and then I understood. Love I, it when Dante Pettis, you know, gets the same amount of targets uh, in the touchdown. That was over. Evan Ingram. So when Pettis scored the touchdown, I was like, "Oh, I that's so Evan too. Ingram." I thought so too. <sighs> Boy, you don't you don't love to see it. You don't love to see it at all. Yeah, let's talk about our Whopper, boys. I want to. I want to know what a uh, Parham's Whopper was today. It had to have been high. <laughs> no, no, not good. No, low average up the target. Are you coming back week seventeen with us next year? Oh yeah, we can make this a tradition. I don't ever want to try. We got. We got to get you. So we got to get you. Um, your deposit king bit back on Fanduel though, so you can do both. Oh, I legit need to deposit on Fanduel. I think I'm down to like sixty bucks over there. <laughs> you'll get. You'll get no games though. I like. I got. I don't know. I probably got like a hundred or so invites this week, thanks to the the tertiary bit. Um, <laughs> literally no games. No games on Fanduel though. Not not a one. Not one invite on Fanduel. People won't don't send them. Yo, Pete, we gotta we gotta know though. Like, what did this week do for your future? Like, what kind of bro are you moving forward? Like, was was the taste of this cash stuff just like so sweet, or were you like, no thanks, that sucks? I all jokes aside, I loved the change of pace. Like, I almost feel like I want to do a midpoint, like say week eight or week nine, do a do a cash game a week just to cleanser. clear my head. Yeah, a a, pl- a palate cleanser. That's what I need to do. It it was this great change of pace. I didn't have to uh, think about any galaxy brain plays. I, I want to add more of it into my life, I think. Are you guys going to – do you play Just, cash on the playoff slates? Hell yeah. It'll depend. Yeah. I'll play I some. mean, we have done it in the past. Like, I think we did it <sighs> – I, the last time I did it was the back-to-back Naheem Hines zero weeks when the Colts were like seven-point underdogs. <laughs> I've got zero points in back-to-back Dude. weeks. That was the last time that I was did it. That was well, bad. The, the other thing is there's that more games bad. now because they changed the playoffs, so there's going to be a whole like extra game. Yeah, so but, but we'll how do are the slates split up? It'll be two, three-gamers. Yeah, that's pretty hot. So we'll, like, do, we'll probably do the show next week. You guys down? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I kind of play until, like, basically championship weekend, you know? And then it's just, like, showdown stuff. I listen uh, just to get Sammy's IDP props for the Super Bowl. That's kind of my highlight. I don't know if you heard uh, if you heard the take cast, but I touted uh, Devin Bush, who unfortunately got hurt, and Zach Cunningham to lead the league in tackles is like your your good bets. I think Zach Cunningham got there. Um, we got to we got to see. I think he got thirteen today. Came in leading. I think he got there. So what's up, Sammy? Antonio Brown also smashed today. Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown your boy, also smashed today. Did you just rake it in in GPP? Who's that? Did you rake it in in Antonio GPP? Antonio Brown. Oh, Antonio yeah. Clown. Yeah, he, he had a great day. Um, he had like 35 on DK. Yeah, you do love to see it. You know, I, I know we're not like relitigating this, but the whole day I was kind of tilting about not playing Alexander Madison. Um, and it, as it turned out, like it was he fine. He didn't but... fit on DK, right? Like it just like whatever, like I don't I don't know how he would have fit because if you play him over Jonathan Taylor, which I thought was bad to begin with, wh- what are you doing? Are you, are you playing Lamar at quarterback? And then I guess Lamar at quarterback, Marvin Jones, Noah Fant, right? So Marvin Jones over, over Visca or the 4K spot and then Noah Fant at tight end over Parham. I guess so. I mean, the thing is like, would you play Dalvin Cook? at 6100 against Detroit. Of course you would, right? I mean, well, we did this we did this Alexander Madison thing once this year, but Yeah, but that's that's mentally weak, bro. It's mentally weak to be like, "Oh, I did it once." They tried to give Mike Boone a touchdown. They tried to give Mike you know you watched the <laughs> they, they, they gave Abdullah a touchdown as well. Yeah. Their yeah, red zone usage is point, so B. different. Yeah, but, than Matt, but Madison, like Madison got versus touchdowns Cook. anyways. Dude, he got he got twenty one carries. He had three targets uh, against Detroit in the dome. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I hey, honestly, if you wanted to play Madison, there was only one website on the internet that gave you a good deal. And that was FanDuel.com. He was a must play there. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you didn't feel bad about not playing him on draft. I was going to tell you because gonna... I'm winning every contest on FanDuel from from one p.m. on, and you just never have to sweat it. It's it's like uh. <laughs> It's a magic fairyland. It sounds great. I, I just think we didn't consider him enough. And I know he didn't like fit, but like we didn't even consider him. Like I played him on my main GPP team because I was like, dude, he's such a strong play. Um, but I didn't play him in cash. And, you know, dude, he, he was a really good play, like a really good play. And I'm not trying to be like results oriented about it. It's just like he's going to get more than more. He, he's more than 67% of Dalvin Cook and he's 67% of the price. So it, it's just math, you know. It's just math, bro. Just math. Like it's, sometimes it's a little bit more of a science, and and you know you got to figure that part out. Did you ever consider Madison Pete? No, I did, but I played Swift over him. I mean, it wasn't that his <laughs> price point was weird for me. Oh my like, god! Because I played at that price point. <laughs> I played the price point. I played a six three running back, and so like six one wouldn't have been hard for me at all. I probably could have gotten. No, I wouldn't have gotten off three. I wouldn't have gotten up to Chenault, but I. I just thought Swift was a better play than than Madison, and obviously that's, it wasn't. That's, it was, that's insane. That's but there was just – you were never – the only way if you were committed to playing Henry and JT, and if you were going to play Madison, then you have to get off of Adams. Like the, you can't yeah. play those three and Adams. Man, yeah, that, that's, that's enough, enough, right? I'm saying play him instead of JT. Right, yeah, no way. Does Alexander Madison – and AJ Brown, does that did that fit over Devontae Adams, Ty Montgomery? Is that is that's probably the lineup that won the Millie Maker? Yeah. Easy game. Ugh. Easy game. Sick, bro. Yeah. All right. 
that's uh that's enough we don't need to give people any more than this um pete <laughs> thank you for for joining the show it was uh did you get everything you wanted out of you know being in the text thread enjoy was it was it everything you dreamed of seriously the i would pay my roi this week just to be in the text thread throughout the week that was the did you thing. get your money's worth yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I immediately, right after I knew I was doing this week, I was like, Davis, add me to the Gilcast text thread. I want to get in there. I want to get in there. So, yes, this was a wonderful week. I had uh, a beautiful time focusing my attention on cash games. I do think week 17, because everyone say it's like a free-for-all and yada, yada, yada. That makes it even no, more variant. It's for easier. GDP. It's I easier. It, yeah. Week 17 is the cash game week. I, I do think that's yeah. a great cash game week. Yeah. I, I mean, I you're just, your, your, your choices are very narrowed because there will be clear spots like where you just are uh, like guys are unfadable, like Derrick Henry, like Ty Montgomery. Like I, we can relitigate the Ty Montgomery stuff, but he was just a clear play. And then you all have like two or three judgment spots. And if you get those right, you sweep. So I, I'm with you. Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to the Gilcast, and uh, we'll be we'll be back next week. At least at least one more week of the show, maybe two. Uh, if you guys are, if you guys are good. <laughs> <laughs>